say it every time and it's so annoying. We're naming this podcast Wow. <laughs> wow, oh, it hey. worked. We're back. Wait, that still makes sense from when you and I were right we're coming up with our autobiography titles and I said mine was holy mackerel. But and everyone was saying holy macaroli. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> All right, some context. I'm Ashlyn. I'm Christina. And this is A Place Within, where this week and every week, we get taught the heart of our thoughts, feelings, and holy macaroni. Just kidding. Desires. We just will find the gospel and our need for it. Yeah, so... (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Um, Yeah, so... That's what I should just say. <laughs> if Christina had an autobiography, it would be called Holy Mackerel. <laughs> yep. Well, at least that was the working title the other day. Yeah, nice. Uh, uh, when we were playing Loaded Questions. Do you remember my working title? It was, um, um, yes, I do. It's on the tip of my tongue. It's <laughs> A Modest Rebellion. Yes. Coming to a Walmart near you. <laughs> Yours will be one of those books that's only sold at a Walmart. I feel like I'd like want to be a Target exclusive, but also not, you know? Uh-huh, I'd be right. conflicted. Because it, it's modest, but it's also a rebellion. No, yeah, but I have problems with Target. Right. And I think actually we will get into them later. But Ooh. <laughs> um, I wanted to say to all of us here, to you, Christina, and to everyone listening, happy podcast anniversary. Oh, wow. It is actually legitimately the anniversary of the first time we released this child into the wild. Um, Aww. Yeah, crazy. Well, it's a, but you know what's cool is what? that we're operating under the liturgical New Year. <laughs> we're operating under the liturgical anniversary. I don't know what the exact date was. No, it's was. actually December 3rd. It was 3rd. the actual date? <laughs> and today is December 3rd. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you meant the day that this episode is going to be released. Nope. Okay. Well, then happy December 3rd. So that is the day Happy that anniversary. our first three episodes were released um, wow. all at once. And it's been I a year. Feel bad. I feel bad I didn't get you a present. I didn't get you a present either. <laughs> so We so make a great well. couple. <laughs> <laughs> well, honey. <laughs> I forgot our anniversary. We agreed we weren't going to get each other presents. But it's also the feast of St. Francis Xavier. So, <gasps> Yes. Happy feast. Happy feast. Happy feast anniversary. Feast anniversary. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we'll know that if ever we have a joint feast day, God willing, it won't be December 3rd because ain't nobody going to move St. Francis, mm-hmm. Francis Xavier. Mm-hmm. That's He's right. a big deal. That's right. So last time that Ashton and I recorded, we were in the same room in the same city, the city of Denver, where there was a lot of snow. And now we are in different cities. I'm in the usual city, which is the city of Los Angeles. I'm still in Denver. (laughs) Wait, okay, Ashlyn. Now I'm hearing the topics podcast in the way that I'm talking. I now in a different city, the same city, which is Los Angeles, the city of Los Angeles, which is where I'm from. Oh, Los Angeles. (laughs) Yes, that actually harkens back to the days when the Vikings actually conquered California. California is a Viking word. Um, similar to Asgard, you can notice. Okay, anyway, if you have no idea what we're talking about, sorry. But also, I've talked about this before on this podcast. There is another podcast called Topics that I showed to Christina. She has been infected. I liked it. 
I liked it. It's funny. It's like uh, two comedians talking about serious things, like in not a trying to be way. funny. Yeah, because they're being serious. But they're but actually being funny. really funny by not being funny. You exactly. Know? You end up giggling a lot. It's like us here, um, you know? We're really right. funny, even though so we're just... serious. <laughs> we take uh, ourselves seriously in hopes that you will as well. Yes. So, anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I just got really off track there. I just interrupted I do... you a lot. No, no, no. I was the one who interrupted myself, remember? <laughs> um, I was talking about something else, and then I started talking about this other thing. Yeah, I have no idea. I've completely forgotten everything. So, Christina 2, you're going to have to take a seat while Christina 1 comes back to the mic to say that while Ashlyn and I were in the same city, we went to see a film. Sure did. And that film was... Frozen, Frozen 2. two. <laughs> Ew, I hate that we just timed that so bad. Well, so Frozen we- 2, you guys. Yeah, and guess what? I wept. The best part, in my opinion, of it actually then connected directly back to exactly what we talked about last week. So we have basically recapped the entire episode of last week already in the intro of this episode. But if you haven't listened to it, just go listen to it. That's fine. Stop. Listen. This one will stay. We're back. Okay, great. Uh, 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 uh. (laughs) I just made her like sad laugh at how lame that was sad laugh <laughs> we're not happy <laughs> <laughs> oh crap she's so embarrassing that was a sad laugh um okay i wept during frozen 2 several times all right uh i didn't love the ending yeah but i wept several times <laughs> that's what i can say you know sometimes we do Sometimes we weep several times. I think I got like, I got misty once. When? <laughs> it's really personal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. Fine. <laughs> no, it was, oh, exposed. Um, Spoiler alert. And it's the very beginning. They just have a memory. There's like a flashback to the girls, the sisters, Elsa and Anna, if you've been living under a rock, oh, yeah. um, with their mom. And their mom is just like holding them and being a mom and singing a lullaby. And it just was beautiful. And I cried. I cried when, spoiler alert, have they had sufficient time to see it? No. I mean, I want you to I want, talk about concepts. Talk about themes. Well, that's difficult. It's like an eighth grade standard. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I want to operate. We want a sixth grade third. podcast. Second, third. Okay, fine. Uh, the theme of coming home, responding to a call. That comes from a good source that is mm. your purpose and the feeling of belonging and finding what you were looking for when that happens. And okay. I would say that that works. Honestly, in Frozen 2, the, you know, f- finally finding what you've been looking for is even more profound than that theme manifests itself in a high school musical. <laughs> See, in Topics Podcast, I wouldn't have laughed there. I would have been like, I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. Yes, in High School Musical, it was certainly more of an a subtle tone. Uh, or you would have been like, I don't think that that was the theme of High School Musical at all. I'm sure that was about political rebellion. No, I know. I know. And then you would go, oh, interesting. Please Kenny Ortega about that. is actually a Russian spy. I've heard that too. It's, it's a well-known fact, actually. So... Oh, my God. Oh, man. Okay. Well, here we are. You know what else this past weekend was? 
what america's shopping weekend oh true true fact big it time was the, the second largest american holiday black friday mm. which these days extends all the way through to like tuesday well here's the thing it's like you know small businesses are like don't crap on us small business saturday and everyone's like black <laughs> friday slash thursday slash thanksgiving slash shopping okay you know and what then i was like, shopping Cyber at- monday <laughs> but even though amazon still has deals all throughout uh-huh the whole time so, cyber monday so then everyone I know. like nonprofits are like <laughs> giving tuesday please <laughs> please giving tuesday and then like everyone's like sorry i already spent all my money but then you're feeling generous you're feeling guilty happy giving tuesday everybody yeah happy giving tuesday um you know i was shopping at a small business on saturday Ooh, small business saturday She's i so didn't woke. realize i didn't realize it was small business saturday you're what so I also, woke that you don't even know how woke you are what I also realized was that there were no sales at the small businesses that I went to. Okay, and they are really needing a new marketing plan. <laughs> but I went to like four or five, and none of them had sales. I went to Nordstrom Rack. Is that a small business? No, but good choice. Uh, I went to this one thrift store that is like five, ten minutes from my house. Sustainable queen, everybody. You guys, it's a Christian thrift store. They had the name of Jesus on the wall and not just like Jesus, like an, like an iron thing, like an iron, what? like an iron, they ironed an iron on patch of Jesus on some of the jeans. It was very Christian. <laughs> not just to be ironic. Mm. Irony from the same root as iron. It means pressing your point in a way that is flat <laughs> yikes <laughs> do you guys know what's going on <laughs> oh my god that hurt <laughs> that's gonna be a long a loud waveform right there okay okay i'm crying so like anyway when christina says stuff like that i don't know how many of you are youtube watchers but that's like the relatable teen vlogger skipping to like me editing you know <laughs> me editing that was a big waveform Cut that out. That didn't make sense. Yeah, no, it did. We should do that. <laughs> Me editing. <laughs> okay. So okay. They so we're ironing, ironing. <laughs> Jesus, continues. There was no irony on the wall. They had their mission. They were like, "We are a small business that blah blah blah." Was we it the came together genre? and what? What? <laughs> Go on. Um, and it's like this whole paragraph, like painted with wall chalk onto the wall. Wow, a full paragraph. And then at the very bottom, it says something like, um, "Committed to bringing the light of Jesus Christ into our community and sharing the gospel with blah blah blah." blah. And I was like, I had seen on a little chalkboard in the corner, it said "Worship at 10 a.m." But I thought that it was just like somebody had sold them their chalkboard. No, it's actually and they forgot it's to erase church. it. But, like, they, yeah, so I asked them, and I was like, so, like, do you guys, like, worship together? They're like, oh, some of us do. Some of us go to another church that meets in the park. And I was like, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. You're never going to believe this. I don't worship idols, but I am a Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I told them about our little Stone to Flesh community, and they're like, what? And I said ecumenical, and they thought I said medical. Um, <laughs> that's a good sign for the body. <laughs> um, yeah, and I was like, we're most like Catholic, the medicine. So we all go to church at church and masses. Anyways, but yeah, so LA Road Thrift Store, folks. Um, 
enjoy if you live in Los Angeles. I'm so glad that that stayed a positive review. I was like, oh my gosh, wait, did they do something unchristian besides no, not have a sale on Small Business Saturday? No, I mean, it's a thrift store. You don't need to have a sale. It's okay. True. But I did spend way too much money at the thrift store. That's the unique problem to have. <laughs> I Probably not in LA, honestly. Everyone, all of our California listeners are like, Tch. Yeah. No, that's the thing. We have a lot of really expensive thrift stores. This was not one of them. It was pretty low range for LA. Well, thrifting is in. Right. I realized when I left that I spent, I, like, I, paid, I bought these high top kegs for 15 bucks that mm. had no laces in them. Um, they're awesome. It's a good price. I'm glad I bought them. But 15 bucks is kind of more than what you usually pay at the thrift store for a pair of used sneakers. You know what I mean? Unless they design it. Design. I don't like how I just said that. I apologize. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I can't say what I bought because I think that who I bought it for might be listening to this and that would be <gasps> embarrassing. Oh, Christina just got super excited that it... No, I didn't think it was for me. Oh, I just got... I really I didn't think that. No, I assume that you're not going to get me a Christmas or an anniversary or a Valentine's Day. <laughs> or even remember my birthday, let's be honest. I didn't um, remember your birthday. <laughs> I've forgotten yours many times. Anyway, so all that to say, I know that on the biggest holiday of the year, Black Friday, Christy and I have a memory of us sitting on my bedroom floor and um, I kind of felt woozy. Oh, yeah. I hadn't even bought anything yet because I have this problem where um, I put a lot of things in a shopping cart online. And then I exit out of the website. <laughs> yeah, me too. So I just like waste a lot of time. But I yeah. think it is like on the road to recovery. Because let's let's get real for a second. I think that like there are some, yeah, like not like probably shopping addiction, but like over shopping or just hyperactive shopping tendencies in my family. And so they, I mean, yeah, it's. Something where it's like, oh, okay, like, I don't want to feel this intense shame for this, but I also want to recognize this isn't an ordered behavior that I'd like to continue with for mm -hmm. the rest of my life. So kind of navigating that, oh, like, I don't need to be really disappointed or feel horrible or carry this burden of the fact that I seek refuge in shopping or I did in the past, mm -hmm. but I don't want to do that anymore. Kind of this like conversion from old habits whether mm -hmm. it's shopping or something else, can be a really gratifying but really challenging part of growing as a disciple. Mm -hmm. um, and so as I'm feeling woozy on Friday, I'm like, Christina, let's talk about this. Yes. And here we are. So now we're talking about it. And you're Because we didn't want to talk about it right then. No. <laughs> we save all of our best content. We were too busy on the Ulta app. <laughs> <laughs> Buying the things that we didn't buy the last week when we went to Ulta. <laughs> Um, yeah, honestly. So, yeah, I think I can relate to what you're talking about for sure. Um, I don't know. I think, but there are times also when we shop and we come back and we're like, oh my gosh, I am so glad I got those things. Mm -hmm. Look at what I found. Look at this deal. Like, mm. what is it that makes us, I don't know. Yeah. What is good about being a consumer? What's at the heart? What's at the heart of being a consumer? Holiday shopping. The heart of holiday shopping. I mean, but honestly, I think that this is interesting because it sounds very shallow. It sounds, it sounds very silly, but I think it's not because so many of us, I think, have this idea of like, well, I'm going to be frugal. I'm not going to spend too much money. Um, and then either 
end up not necessarily fulfilling that and then trying to justify every single purchase or only shopping kind of unethically mm. um, because that's the cheapest way to shop. And I it's mean, like, yeah, it's a big mixed bag. You were about to say something. Go on. Yeah, no, no. I think, um, and I'm not saying like I shop from places that are not, um, I don't know. Yeah. That don't source all ethically myself. We go to Walmart. We go to Target. I don't know how well Target does, but um, I assume it's not awesome. Um, but I think that there's something really to consider mm-hmm. seriously about like where we spend our dollar, how we spend our dollar. Um, I think it's a conversation to be had in Christian community because if we decide like, oh, you know what? I don't really want to talk about this because it's not relevant or it's shallow to talk about my shopping habits we're kind of missing at least on this podcast the point that we want to get to the heart of whatever is the passing thought um to realize that god wants to be found there or like at least can you know um and so you bring up great points that there is an obligation that we have to ultimately the poor um Mm -hmm. god's creation but most importantly i think in that the poor um Mm -hmm. in where we're shopping but also yeah like where your heart is there your where your treasure is there your heart will also be right um that if i have like an obsessive frugality or a lack of freedom in Mm -hmm. um that could eventually become a lack of generosity whether it is in money or other resources you know like right it's not just christmas presents (laughs) it's like if i'm so worried about wasting will i be able to be the kind of person who you know my my left hand doesn't know what my right hand is doing yeah um which jesus asks us to be that kind of person he asks Mm -hmm. he is generous and asks us to be generous Mm -hmm. um but also warns us against being wasteful Mm -hmm. um and tells us to love and to defend the vulnerable and so how we shop and how we feel about shopping and what we're seeking when we're shopping does have a lot to do with our discipleship and I want to add one more yeah, concept ahead. to that. It would be, he also tells us to sell all we have and give mm, to the poor. Tea. Okay. And I think that's one of the things that really hits me mm-hmm. when I come home with all this stuff. I'm like, ooh, there is literally nothing where Jesus says, buy all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like, I think it's important to consider, obviously, what are we shopping for? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like, what are those things that m- make, that are worth having? It's like not even what's worth paying money for, but like what's worth having Mm. because he says to sell your things, right? So we know that we don't sell all of our things um, unless we take a radical vow of poverty um, in religious life or some other way. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know if we will be able to speak with authority on most of these things, but we can share our experiences in. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that there is just this huge industry. <laughs> I mean, it is industry that and, and marketing, which I'm not trying to like mm-hmm. drag anyone that's in marketing, but um, to cause in us this like frenzy, you know, mm-hmm. that we in a small way, but in a real way, we're experiencing sitting on my floor a couple of days ago um, that appeal, appeals to something inside of us. And I'm not a psychologist yeah. and I'm not going to be able to know what it is. But I, I think that like at the heart, being able to, as we're trying to reform and repent and be different for good reasons that we'll discuss, like what actually is inside of me that is trying to get all of these things or mm-hmm. that just is like 
physically altered by a deal, you know? Right, right, right. What am I looking for? I don't know if I really know that answer, but I want to get into it. Yeah. I think that right now, like, especially looking at this past spree, if you will, um, it was beauty. Beauty was mm-hmm. what I was looking for, right? So we could go beauty with my face in terms of skincare products and makeup. Um, we could go beauty in my home. I'm trying to do some like home improvement, trying to put some art on the walls, trying to actually frame things instead of just having them be like random mm-hmm. little pieces of paper on the wall. Um, trying to acknowledge Christmas time now that I have a house, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, a place that I'm living and I don't have any Christmas decorations. Like these things that, um, yeah, are about desiring beauty, wanting to kind of have a hospitable space. Mm. Um, and I think, so I think there's that. And I think that's, I think, uh, a good thing to be desiring mm-hmm. beauty. It can get twisted, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to our own personal experiences and not, like the hospitality of our homes or whatever it may be, or if we get frivolous about those things and start buying things that you're not actually going to use, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think also something that struck me while you were talking, um, where you said something like about this feeling of like transforming. I don't know what you said the word transform at some point. And I think there's also this like tiny little feeling of like, Oh, having a new thing will help me have a, new life will mm-hmm. like help me be new mm-hmm. um, which like yep. is not true right. <laughs> like I was saying that <laughs> yeah deep in there's this like sense of incompleteness in me yeah and well intellectually I know that you know beautifully put there's like a god-sized hole that only god can fill mm-hmm. sometimes when I feel empty or I feel incomplete I still believe this lie that like I could fill it with something right that if my house looks cute enough or, you know, my clothes look nice enough or if I got a nice enough gift that was impressive to somebody else, mm-hmm. that what they would give me in return, not even in, in affirmation, in um, praise of my thoughtfulness, would in some way fill me up. And the thing mm-hmm. that's kind of difficult is that for a while that's true, you know, or it can mm-hmm. be. It just doesn't last. Right, right, right. It's a perishable crown, but I go shopping for the perishable crown all the time. Right. Um. But that sometimes, yeah, created goods can actually be good and not destructive. Mm-hmm. Um, and so being able to empower ourselves to know what is it that I'm looking for mm-hmm. instead of I feel like shopping, so I will go. Having a second to pause and say, what am I looking for? Mm-hmm. Um, do I need Do I need that? What exactly. would I be willing to spend? At what cost do I want that thing? Mm-hmm. Just slow down a little bit. I think can be really helpful because the cost isn't even just monetary of like, what am I going to pay for this? Mm -hmm. You hinted at that earlier. Like there are some sustainable brands that I legitimately can't afford anything from, you know, exactly. like whether it's a really thoughtful, well-intentioned gift or a really modest, beautiful, dignified outfit. Like I just can't pay that much for it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, so then that must not be a responsible choice. Right. Um, but we're talking recently about like additional coats, um, mm-hmm. like fashionable coats. Not we're not trying to like be holier than thou or ruin anyone's life. But it was like a year and a half ago that I had this realization or just like this moment of conviction in my heart of, you know, like if I think it's biblical, but like, yeah, the man who mm-hmm. has two clothes like steals one from the poor man, 
essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I would have looked that up. Apologies. Um, that it's okay for me to have like a dress coat and a ski coat. If my coats serve unique purposes that actually match mm-hmm. my life, that's okay. Right. But like, do I need excessive coats? Do I need a coat just because it's a different color than my other one to match mm-hmm. different outfits? Or could I give that away? Um, mm-hmm. Should I buy a new one? Should I be supporting brands that are fast fashion that want to operate on a 52 week, uh, 52 season cycle, new, new merchandise every single week that creates a lot of waste that usually in order to pull it off at the price that they do uh, have very unjust labor practices. Mm-hmm. Is that new dress for New Year's Eve actually worth an unjust wage for somebody in a developing country? And am I thinking that way before I purchase it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and well, it's tough because that question leaves you at a space of like, well, nothing is worth that, right? So, but like most of the time, truly sustainable brands are more than what we expect to be paying right well i mean think that with recognizing like used or recycled goods yeah even if originally they were unethically made the fact that you're reusing something that someone else got rid of Mm -hmm. can kind of alleviate that burden Mm -hmm. or not increase Mm -hmm. the burden you know yeah and there are good things that can come from like buying lower cost goods it's just like am i actually factoring that in is it better for me to get something on amazon for a slightly lower price like five dollar difference or would it be better for me to give that five dollars to a local business that sells right, at a right, higher right. price you know if i'm really strapped for cash and i know that it's going to bring a lot of joy to someone else who might not understand my reasoning right. and in order for my budget to work i need to buy it on amazon I can make that decision. I just need to understand why I'm making that decision. Right. And I think that's a good way of putting it. Um, Yeah. Because like we still will shop at Target occasionally. Um, I wish I wouldn't. (laughs) Right. That's the thing. It's like, and we, so we wish we wouldn't because of these things we're talking about, but we do also because of these other things we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Yeah. That like that decision can I'm not even going to get into justified or not justified. Like, it's not even about that. Mm-hmm. I think it's, yeah, it's more about, like, do we understand our motivations? Um, are they mostly selfish or are they mostly prudent or whatever it may be? And being able to really lean in and say, like, let me make the best purchasing decision here. And I find that when I am being really cognizant, um, like, while I was in my grad program, I was pretty cognizant of how I was spending my money. Um as I was getting ready to go to Greece, I was too. <laughs> um, so that's like a long time. That was like the past two and a half years. <laughs> um, and it wasn't till like, you know, after I'd finished buying all my plane tickets for the past couple trips. So this leaves me like at like a month ago that I started to be like, ooh, I have freedom with my money again. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just now feeling again this sort of like shopping frenzy that we're talking mm-hmm. about. Um, yeah. And I think that what gets me the most because I... Well, I don't know. I think it's like there's something weird that happens in my head where like I feel like I'm going to lose out mm-hmm. um, if I say no this time mm-hmm. because there have been times before where there's something that I like thought would be a good thing to get, decided not to get it, was proud of myself for being prudent, and then later on was like, dang, you know, I should have mm-hmm. bought that thing. It was a good price and now it's so much more expensive and now mm-hmm. I can't ha- I can't get it and then we actually was going to be really useful. <laughs> um, 
So I think there's that. And so it's like a fear-based thing. And it's like, I don't know. Um, But it's like, what are the stakes even? You know, like, there's so little that's actually like significant enough to cause that kind of distress in me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Well, right. But it's like, it's an easy entry point to like anxiety and lack of peace. Mm -hmm. And a phrase that's coming to mind that I was recently reintroduced to is like a sobriety of mind. Yes, yes, yes. Like a sobriety of thought where if I'm getting swept up in the sales and the deals and buying things that I don't need or don't want or like the people that I'm shopping for don't need and don't want but I'm getting it because it's a good price and I'm all wound up. Exactly. Like I'm being intoxicated. I'm not thinking clearly and I can take a step away. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. there will be a cost. I will miss out. I will say no to that thing. Right. And in growing in virtue, especially the virtue of prudence, like failure is actually a really, really important part of that. Yeah. The learning that comes from, okay, I said no. And I believe that that was a good and prudent choice in the moment. And now I have new information that I don't need to feel guilty or sorrowful about, but that can inform future decisions. Right. So the next thing, an opportunity, next time an opportunity of this nature comes around, I'm going to act on it and I can act in greater freedom that this is a good choice based off of the mistake that I, you know, innocently made in the past. Right. Um, and yeah, there are different societal and social, that means the same thing, Ashlyn, there are different social pressures or like family expectations or whatever that can make it very difficult to do this quickly or haphazardly you know like Mm -hmm. to lean too far to the other side and become then frenzied by like conservatism right Um, like I was saying earlier like a lack of generosity sometimes there can be like a feeling of superiority or elitism of like Mm -hmm. I'm doing this Christian thing of giving getting rid of all of my coats and now I'm looking down on my family members that have two coats or got me another one for Christmas um Mm -hmm. And really leaning in to, like, charity and love of neighbor mm-hmm. um, in those times as well can, I think, help temper making a shift of habits. Yeah, But exactly. sometimes we do have to say, you know, like, I did handmade gifts this year. Mm-hmm. If you're self-possessed and you understand why you're making the decision, even if someone else doesn't understand you and you have, like, confidence to stand in the truth and say, like, oh, you know, like, I'm doing thrifty gifts this year or I'm doing handmade gifts this year. Um, and I'm really excited to do that because it's more sustainable and, or, you know, like, or because I wanted to put more of myself and more effort into the gifts that I gave, you know, whatever your reason is, don't make something up, like really sit and think about it. And once you know why, tell people why. Yeah. I think, you know, on the other side of that, I think I have never really felt frenzied about getting other people good gifts like I've always kind of felt like once I hit my quota I'm like okay I'm good and that is something that I felt was different this year um like being far away I feel like most of my money is spent on me like being far away from my family I mean and so as I was shopping for my family um especially my mom and my sisters my dad like is not as much of a thing type of person (laughs) um but not that they are just like gift giving, you know what I mean? So I found that like putting more value into their gifts was something that was like, especially knowing that they um, value gift giving. I think like as far as what my budget is right now, mm-hmm. compared to what it's been in the past and what my budget for myself was <laughs> the mm-hmm. past couple of weeks, you know what I mean? It was kind of like, okay, like, hold on. If I feel like I have this kind of freedom for me, like... 
I don't need to go look at this thing that would really brighten up my sister's, you know, Christmas Day gift receiving experience Mm -hmm. (laughs) and say like, well, I already spent X amount of money on her. So no more. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I already spent X amount of money on myself and plus a bunch more. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) like we can make that. um, Yeah, I can I can be more generous with that. Um, But I think you're so right that it's like just finding where you stand personally at this time, recognizing rather than just like, well, actually, it should be both the prudence personally, mm-hmm. like what are my bills? What are my responsibilities? What are the things that I have to do? How can I also fit in my 10% tithe what a, and donating to charity, whatever it may be? Um, so the personal prudence, but it is missing. It's lacking something if it doesn't con- contain what you were talking about, this like generosity towards other, mm-hmm. recognizing that ultimately my prudence isn't about just me mm-hmm. saving my money. My prudence is about charity towards my neighbor. Mm-hmm. And I love that you put this whole conversation in the light of concern for the poor from the top. Like, I think that we don't do that enough. We don't mm-hmm. recognize enough that our consumerism, the issue with it is really about how it, um, how it affects the poor and how it affects our view of the poor. Mm-hmm. And how it, how it like, hides the poor from our view because we're looking mm-hmm. at the newest shiniest thing yeah yeah um and it it's it is really distracting mm-hmm. pretty shiny frivolous things man they are very appealing to our appetites mm-hmm. um but hearts formed in the gospel like are compelled to remember the poor and a friend of mine was saying said something to me a couple of weeks ago that cut me deep it was big um sometimes we can think about the poor and believe that we actually have served them just by thinking about them. Mm. Um, in that we want to be authentic. We want to serve the poor and love our friends and family as ourselves and not some contrived version that we think is pleasing to God. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like what I'm not saying right now is to imagine the most pious saintly gift that a person could give and then give that because you want to be a pious and saintly person. Mm-hmm. Um take it to prayer like yeah i'm not kidding like pray about your christmas budget and your christmas list and ask jesus for his opinion on it um yeah how can i give a gift that doesn't just impress somebody but really honors like my love the love that you've given me for them that honors mm-hmm. their dignity whether it's handmade and small and you know like my little drummer boy song or it's something big and valuable that i you've given me an abundance to give to that person right um but also to give a gift to the poor in a real way and not just a, you know, thought up way, but that it permeates into our actions um, is important. Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful stuff. I was definitely more like self-centered um, in terms of my like, I think what triggered my like negative response to my shopping spree was my lack of space <laughs> mm-hmm. like I came home and I was like I'm a recondoed my whole life like six months ago and look where we are <laughs> um, I liked all this new stuff <laughs> why did I do this mm-hmm. but like look at this wonderful Christmas box look how pretty it is it really y'all it is beautiful it is a beautiful antique box it was eight dollars I love an antique box it's beautiful and if it like brings joy we can't look to an antique box to be our source of joy but it can be a reminder of good things (laughs) um that 
your life was chosen from the beginning of time to be beautiful. Yeah. And so is the person that you're giving gifts to. And so is the person that you've, you've forgotten or society has forgotten. Mm. And Christmas card time, like the greatest gift was, yeah, it was Jesus himself. Amen. Um, and so for our gift giving to be from a heart that's united with his or like desiring to be more united with his and however that ends up being, whether that's from target or from salvation army or from, you know, a fancy store. If you can in good conscience say like I'm giving from a heart that it, I'm desiring to be united with Jesus's. I don't know. That's the best I got. That's what I'm Amen. trying to do. Amen. Jesus is the reason for the season. Keep Christ in Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Last year, so my grad program was called Place, and the Christmas party was always called Placemas. And I would walk around and <laughs> this is how why I had no friends. I mean, I had friends. <laughs> this is not true. Sorry. <laughs> but I'd walk around and go, Keep Christ in Christmas. They took the Christ out of Christmas. Keep thanks and Thanksgiving. <laughs> Well, but the party was called Placemas. I know, I was just Friendsgiving, sorry. I was, I was, it was too... Oh, wait, but wait. We actually called Thanksgiving Placegiving. So that was actually entirely relevant. I'm sorry that I no, cut you off. You know, they were just trying to be cheeky. I, well, I know. It was, it was cute. They were That's, wrong. I, I also was trying to be cheeky, which is why I would say that. You know, we don't call it Focusmas. <laughs> We don't call it Archdiocese of Los Angeles, miss. <laughs> oh, Lord. And we have digressed. Okay, but... I love you, PlaceCore. I love you, leader of PlaceCore, who I will remain unnamed in case he would feel uncomfortable. I love him. He's awesome. Okay. All right. Like my other father. Uh, okay. Soul explosions? I would I would love to. Okay. Mine is not going to be spiritual. It's going to be more like, like... Did you even listen to all those holy things I just said? well like this the past two days we have finally gotten into rehearsing the christmas play Ooh, the plot Uh, thickens you guys uh, my soul is exploding not because not even because it's like cute or like they are so like spiritually conscious of the meaning of it all like i don't maybe (laughs) but because it's so much fun to direct a play and these kids are so they're like they're taking the direction they're having fun with it and being funny and i just can't even wait and i don't want it to ever be over so that's how i feel and i'm gonna pray about that so Mm. pray with me pray for her um (laughs) for my uh worldly vocation pray for her i think kind of similarly um, I had a great conversation today with a friend where we were talking about the most exciting thing in the world. You guessed it, meetings. <laughs> Oop, you didn't see that coming. Um, but just the, um, yeah, in this conversation, I was just reminded of how much beautiful, like, development can be nurtured in a well-planned um, and conceived and then planned and then executed and then followed up with meeting. Uh, there are lots wow. of steps, but, like, good things There's can happen. Steps. Um, people can understand who they are, how to do what they desire to do in that kind of environment. And I just think that it can be incredibly powerful. And this conversation where I was mentoring a friend 
uh, really lit me up. So if I sound super boring, thank you. Um, wow. But it was just really exciting. And it's so funny. Just now, as I was thinking about this, there are times where I'm like, am I supposed to be contemplative because sometimes I don't want to leave my room? Um, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is a very active thing, you know, uh-huh. that like I can come alive and and have this access to like God and his beauty and his love for me and his the participation of the Holy Spirit and all the things of my life in the activities of work. Um, and so it was a cool affirmation, but I think that, yeah, there was that little explosion. I just realized like that when I'm moving <laughs> and teaching it active, um, he is too. So, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Well, look at you. If anybody ever doubts, you might get mad at me for saying this, but this is all I could think of while you're talking about that meeting. If anyone ever doubts the significance of the apostolic gift of administration. Oh, I totally don't have that, but I don't want to doubt it either. Say that. <laughs> I hate details. I like planning the why. Planning the why. But like the how does not interest me whatsoever. Anyway. Meetings. Pray for. Pray right. for the meetings. Pray for the meetings. Um, for, uh, all so, you, uh, for all of you. Who, you know what? If you like, feel wound up and guilty right now because we were like, mm, we thrift shop. Okay, <laughs> disclaimer that usually those become a, come at the beginning, but like, we are not perfect. We need help. We shop at Target sometimes. Um, Spent some time at World Market, Michaels. <laughs> uh, and that doesn't like it's not this like passive like Ulta. oh you know like people that are telling me to be a disciple do this so now it's okay no it's like it's not let's all get better let's not hate ourselves let's just one step at a time do the next right thing shout out princess honor and shout out his story the musical you just <laughs> shouted out two excellent musicals frozen two with the song the next right thing and his story the musical we'll be making song, a playlist. one step at a time um, <laughs> oh that would be amazing Follow us on Instagram if you want the link to the playlist. It's at APW Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, also APW Podcast. You can email us, APWPodcast at gmail.com with your Christmas list. Um, if you want it to be approved by the judge and jury of Holy. Ooh, don't send, don't send it to me then. It was a joke. Definitely it was a joke. joke. The end. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. Okay, we gotta wrap this. We gotta wrap this baby up. Yeah, I'd say we reached our eighty percent of the topic. <laughs> and so, in your study groups, please uh, cover the <laughs> next twenty percent. And if you feel like you've covered it and you still have some time, just take it further. <laughs> That's the topics podcast again, guys. Go ahead and listen to topics. If you can make it longer than twenty minutes, good job. Yeah, you did it. Yep. That's. I'd say after twenty minutes, I wanted more. After 20 minutes, I was craving more. It's incredible. All right, everybody. Okay, everybody. We love you. Thank you for being here. If you liked being here, go ahead and pass on the love to someone that you love. Give the gift of a place within. <laughs> it is prudent <laughs> for your budget yep, yep, and yep. your it's heart. It's totally free. Totally free, but the benefits are infinite. <laughs> Through Ooh. the gift of Jesus Christ. Amen. There it is. Anyone want to hear the sound of my riboflavin, which is vitamin B2? It's bright yellow. And with that, play us out, Guitar Man. (laughs) 